0: Hoops, 9 nine thirty-four p.m., uh, July fifth. We are recording uh, once again uh, here at Central Time Zone, um, Chicagoland area. Uh, I'm Hami with Adam, uh, and this is a very exciting show. Uh, and uh, first off, Adam, uh, we always do this uh, little short mock interview thing. So, um, yes. Adam, what was the greatest? Uh, what what's the best uh, moment of your basketball career on the court? I actually on do have court. one in mind that, that I, think, I think that you can relate to that it actually was really good, that, that, you, uh, that you did.
1: Interesting. Well, I'm mean, excited to hear what uh, you have to say. Maybe it's the shot of a million circles. Um,
0: it wasn't but... that one, no. But, but <laughs> it, it was a game that, that did count. It was a basket that counted in the youth league.
1: Oh, yeah. I, I think I know which one you're talking about. You um, say it, but, just do it. <laughs> okay. Yeah. So it was uh, seventh grade. I was actually in the, the Bulls Academy team, and uh, we were getting our asses kicked heading into the second half. And I, uh, next thing you know, I'm double teamed, and then I'm triple teamed, and then I'm quadruple teamed, and I drive baseline. And I uh, flipped the ball over the top of the backboard finger roll and uh, nothing but nylon. And uh, we were still down about 20 points at halftime, but the shot counted. So that was up there.
0: That's an, that is the, an amazing shot. A scoop shot, right? Yeah. A scoop yeah. shot finger roll. But my,
1: my, my shining moment in my playing career, which was not very lucrative, let's be honest, folks. Uh, I, I, I grew very late in high school, and by that point, uh, I was already cut from the basketball team. Uh, but I had a game where uh, there was this kid, Adam Lynch. Shout-out to Adam Lynch. And this kid was just a nightmare. You know, he, he would always beat us. Uh, and he uh, gets the ball with, like, five seconds left or ten seconds left, and um, I told – my friend at the time, Griffin, uh, I was like, Hey man, I should guard him, you know? And he's like, Oh no, I got him. I got him. And uh, I was the best defender on the team by far. I I was the defensive specialist. And so um, uh, Adam Lynch gets the ball and he, he dribbles up and hits a pull-up jump shot for the win. Everyone's going nuts. And then the referees say, Whoa, 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 Whoa foul before the shot 25 yellow that's me mother father i fouled his ass uh before the shot uh came over on help defense fouled them quickly and so then they have to do it again and i said griffin i got him and griffin won't let me guard him so i'm over on somebody else and i actually uh switch over I, i and it was the plan, my plan in my head all along it was like no Griffin can't guard this kid and he's going to beat us again unless I do something. And so when, and I everyone in the building knew the ball was going to this guy. (laughs) And so I shoot over and I actually jumped over him. Like I, I jumped, uh, my like knees, my knee, like torso area was probably about even with his shoulders and he was much taller than me and i just leaped over him and i caught the ball on the inbound and just fucking sprinted down the court like a cat like a cat that just got let out of the fucking laundry room and uh that's how we won the game by a point
0: oh wow you 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 had a cherry west steal at the buzzer layup game yeah yeah and what gets it
1: even makes it even cooler do do you remember what game that was I, I do. I mean, it was, uh, Oh, the Jerry West. I, I don't, but I, I do. Like want to add what more what game in
0: the series was it? Do you know? Like in that, in that series.
1: In the Jerry West one.
0: Yeah. Oh, I don't know,
1: but I, I, I got to get this detail in here. So that was the one year my dad was uh, my basketball coach. He was the assistant coach on the team. And so we're getting murked at the end of the game. And my dad just like goes over to coach Kale and He's like, you got to get Adam in the damn game. You know, like, you got to stop the bleeding. And so then, sure enough, not only did I stop the bleeding, but I had the game-winning steal and uh, was a huge part of our run in the fourth quarter.
0: So you had the game-winning steal and you ran coast-to-coast for the layup to finish it, right?
1: Oh, no, there, we were already winning.
0: Oh, because okay, so you, you won and by so three. so I
1: just stole it and dribbled out the clock.
0: Oh, okay, okay. So so you just made a layup at, after the buzzer or whatever? No,
1: no. I just stole it.
0: Oh, okay, okay, okay. Interesting.
1: Yeah, like I, I whipped the ball off the backboard. Like I didn't even oh, go okay. for the layup. Okay. I just like
0: dribbled Rubbed out the in.
1: clock and just whipped it off the backboard. So, yeah. That was, right. uh,
0: Jerry West yeah. had a steal and a game-winning layup. Okay, what what game was that? What game in the series was that? Did, did you do that in?
1: Uh. Knowing Jerry West, probably Game Seven,
0: Game Three, Game Three of the 1962 Finals. This oh. is probably against the Celtics.
1: Okay, yeah, we watched this tape before.
0: I think we have. I think we have. It was like, it was. It was, all, it was from an inbound, and it was very badass. And you know, he check was, out our tried uh, video. Today. He, Jerry he West, tried yeah, Climbing. absolutely, today absolutely, he would. Okay, so uh, speaking of, will it count? Will it not count? You know uh that's the, that's been the now boring discussion that these fans have brought in right now
1: yeah and i have a lot to say about that
0: so like so let's take like a step back here 2018-19 so that's when the raptors won mm-hmm. the year after that everything was everyone was talking about load management right everyone right. was really into load management as a topic and now, like it's very, you know, it's a very valid thing now. Now, people are shitting all over it. Now, people realize that, you know, they gotta preserve their worth.
1: Yeah, totally. Uh, I, you know, I think it's um, it's such a vital part of uh, being a, a athlete, but I think it's a responsibility of us, kind of being sports fans. It's so easy to, to just forget that as superhuman as these guys are, they they can definitely get injuries and their bodies need to be taken care of. And um, frankly, I think it's pretty cruel, cruel and I would say unusual as well to, uh, you know, take it personally. If somebody can't play or whatever, you know, um, sure, you want to have a good product for the fans and stuff, but it's
0: really... Well, I, 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 I I get it for someone who actually got tickets specifically, but like... If you're someone at home, like who, you know, you're just Hayden, you know. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but yeah, like uh, th- that's kind of been now the discussion. People are keep are joking around. People are very upset that their team did not, or their team maybe got hurt, and they, they, they couldn't make it. And l- let me just say one thing. It, it you know it it happens every year, right? Shit like this happens every year. So, and honestly, the best game of the playoffs involved for one of the teams in the finals now. So that's already like, you know, ours is, uh, that's already good. You know, the Nets bucks, of course, I'm talking about game seven. Oh, okay.
1: I was going to say, what game are you talking about? But yeah, that's probably a good,
0: yeah, that that's, game. that's the best game for sure. Uh, and yeah, I, I, I mean, you know, the bucks really proved they belong to end that game, you know, like that series, you know, really that serious fighting back from two Oh, you know, just, um, this, this, this is very weird here, and I'm very excited for the series. I just don't know where to go. If I had to, my early guess though, and we're gonna get right into it right now, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go Phoenix and Sex. Wow, wow,
1: yeah. I think this one really could go either way. Uh, to touch on some of the asterisk stuff, it felt like we we're kind of getting into there. I I, I just want to say I don't believe in asterisks. I think it's bullshit, frankly. I believe in
0: just uh, every year, every year hasn't it. <laughs>
1: Well, that's the thing. That's, that's I know the exactly. Slow, yeah, exactly. you know, because so there's, like, no exactly, so
0: there's no point. Exactly. There's no point in talking about it. And like, you know, I, I don't know, man. I, I,
1: you can come up with an asterisk more often than not. You can say, "Oh, well, like, what if Michael Jordan didn't go play baseball? Did the Rockets really win two championships? Yeah, they did. Like, oh well, you know, the, what if?" Steph Curry wasn't had had a didn't have a hurt ankle. What if what if Kevin Durant didn't get hurt? Well, he did. What if Klay Thompson didn't get hurt? Well, he did. And so it really is. It's very silly that you would ever want to take away the credibility of something that's such an incredible accomplishment—winning an NBA championship for a city in a, a franchise. I don't think. It's fair to ever say oh well this one doesn't count because it was in Disney World and there weren't fans there. Well everyone was playing under the same conditions and um, the injuries suck but they're also a part of the game and they happen every year and so if you happen to have a really poorly you know timed injury it's it's devastating it totally sucks but the thing is that could happen to anyone it happened to happen to you. Because you, you can look at the Derrick Rose years, right? And you can say, oh, well, you know, LeBron James didn't have to face a healthy Chicago Bulls. Well, sure. But, you know, like, then you can't just take away LeBron James' heat championship. You know, it's just, it doesn't work that way. Um, back to the series itself. I do think that this is going to be really just incredible. You look at this style of play and I think it's going to be incredibly fun. Um, Both these teams kind of have a lot riding here. I mean, Chris Paul, he's finally in the NBA finals and now it's, What's he going to do with this opportunity? Giannis, this could be the year Giannis finally gets to the top of the mountain. And then if Giannis wins a championship, it changes the way we have to talk about him forever. You know, all of a sudden we talk about Giannis as one of the all time great players because he does have a defensive player of the year, he does have multiple MVPs back to back back yeah MVPs. all and of a sudden to we're a really talking about it right and that's like some hakeem olaju shit when you're one of the best steals guys blocks guys mvp best defensive player and so it's really uh, gonna change the way we talk about the, the people who are involved and you look at what chris paul did in um game six against the clippers and that's already gonna change his legacy forever because he showed up in that big moment he had one of the best games of his entire career and now people can't say oh well chris paul's a choke artist chris paul's never even been to a finals oh he got them there you know he uh
0: well what what if he has a 3-0 lead and he blows a 3-0 lead
1: well, they're gonna talk about that again.
0: <laughs> that that's gonna be the most yeah, that's gonna be the most meme. But then, then people are, well, it doesn't count, you know. Well, where, where do we draw the line? You know, the it's a cycle. So uh you know, I, I found this interesting. Uh, you know, did you see this tweet about PJ Tucker? And you know, I remember he was a Phoenix Suns.
1: Jeez, I forgot he was on the Sun. How long ago is that?
0: I'm gonna look it up right now. If you had to guess, uh, I, I'm I'm gonna guess 2012. I'm, I'm gonna take that guess.
1: Yeah, that sounds about right. I mean, oh nine, it's 2012 09. to
0: 2017. Five. Jeez, so he geez. was there for a while. Yeah. Yep. He he was there fresh off of playing in Europe. His his comeback to the league. So, the, he said the Suns are a second home. He says Phoenix is his second home. He loves the Suns, so it's it, it's it's very uh, I guess ironic, you know. Hey, you look yeah. at his Wikipedia picture. It's he's he's with the Suns. It's a picture of him checking into the game with the Suns jersey. What what number if you had to guess? PJ Tucker was on the Suns. Uh, f- four. Seventeen. It's seventeen. Very okay. weird number. Yeah. He, he, oh, boy, it's the same, he's the same number. It's the same number. Right he's now. definitely uh,
1: a interesting player in this series. There's a lot of X-Factors. You know, um, Jay Crowder being the X-Factor for Milwaukee. I think P.J. Tucker's a uh, – You know, I, I, I know – I'm, I'm sorry. I, I, I meant to say uh, Jay Crowder's a great X-Factor X for uh, Phoenix.
0: The Suns, yeah. Uh, you know, I, I know uh, – <laughs> he might be the cross factor here because I think um you know remember we we're talking about Josh Josh Claire. He said that Crowder's gonna kill him and I actually think he meant that literally.
1: You you think he's gonna murder
0: Giannis? Like he's gonna try to go to like hurt him, you know. Yeah, like Wow. I hope I, I think on. Crowder is low-key kind of a dirty player and the Suns, you know, they, they they have players on their side that have a reputation of playing a little dirty. Like are you Crowder talking about Chris Paul? And Chris Paul, yes. Chris Paul's uh, dirty. And Chris Paul is the leader, of course, of that team. And, you know, don't get me wrong, one, one of the great leaders, you know, In of, NBA of this generation, yes. Yeah. Uh, but, but he's a little dirty. He, and and I, I get why he does it. He's six feet. You know, people even say he's like, he's 5'10 or whatever. Stockton was dirty too. Stockton, yeah, dude. Yeah, all these, guys. you know, I, I wonder would people consider Muggsy Bugs dirty?
1: I don't know. You know because I mean, like no, Stockton, no one really says can, that, so
0: maybe he wasn't.
1: And you can that's go back a really bad
0: problem for He's an all-time legend. Uh, yeah. But yeah, Stockton. Yeah, I, I remember Michael Jordan complaining about Stockton a couple of times.
1: Yeah, and you can watch the... Steve Kerr was a little dirty, too. Like, Kerr and Stockton would... Yeah. They'd kind of go at it if you watch some of those uh, finals games yeah. from the late 90s. But yeah, yeah, I think it's it's interesting because uh, you know people really love Chris Paul. They don't talk about him as a dirty player, but
0: it's like it, yeah, they, they really like him now. Like because I think that people are just really happy for him. I mean, this is he's been due for this for for a while, and uh, I just hope he, he remains healthy for the series. That's it. That's it. Because you know he he'll play however he plays, and I think he's gonna end up with a championship anyway. So.
1: We'll find out.
0: Aiden's playing great. He's probably their best. He might be their best player in this whole playoffs. Honestly, Aiden's he's been—he's been playing like their best.
1: I mean, I'd, I'd probably give it to Chris Paul then Devin yeah. Booker.
0: Uh, yeah, but yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. DeAndre Aiden, I'll go ahead and say maybe the he's most been underrated like, player. Speaking in the of X factor,
0: yeah, like he's been their X factor this whole run. He's
1: just criminally underrated.
0: Did you know that he—he's an Arizona guy? He's from Arizona. He went to his Arizona State high school in Arizona.
1: So this is just—he's—it's
0: an amazing story, man. This—this—this Suns team is really everything. I think—I think there's a Doris Burke quote saying that, like, it's really everything you could ask for if, if you're a fan of like underdog kind of teams. Because while the Bucks were just starting to make the playoffs and be like a middle seed in the Eastern Conference, maybe like four years ago. Like they, they, they've been in the playoffs before, but it's like the second, third year. The Suns were one of the worst teams, one of the worst run teams in sports, you know? For
1: like a really long time. About yeah. since the Nash trade, you know? That yeah, was pretty, like pretty the, much the, after
0: the, that, that was their That You know, since they changed you know, the logos and stuff like that, they've been pretty forgettable.
1: Yeah, and that Nash trade was... W- waving the white flag it was like hey we're not going to win we're not going to try to win we're not going to pretend to win um and so they let Nash go to the Lakers and then they kind of briefly turned things around um yeah you know, you know that, that like big year with Dragic.
0: Yeah, with Dragic yeah with Dragic they, they had that great year he most improved I believe and they should have you know they, any other year they would have made the playoffs right they're 48-34 they yeah the playoffs. and
1: then uh you know Hornacek was looking like he was gonna be a good fit for them. That's that guy's name hasn't been ever mentioned, you know, like, yeah, in a coaching uh, I think he got a shot with the Knicks a little bit thereafter. but I mean, how quickly that fell apart and the Suns never really rebounded as a franchise until the bubble. you know, and that's like when we started to see the potential, of just how good this team could be. And then you throw in Chris Paul, but I think that's when this team started to really um, grow some teeth, you know, and uh, become a force to be reckoned with and maybe just find some confidence. And I think that's such a crucial element for these teams with a bunch of young players is just to get to the point where they believe in each other and they believe in themselves. And then, magic starts to happen, and this is really a pretty magical ride. I think I do have them – it's so hard to pick a side because, like, we're really going to have to see what Giannis is like, right? Because if Giannis is 80%, I think the Bucs can win the NBA championship. I think the weird thing about it is everyone talks about Giannis as – you know, oh, he's the Batman or whatever, but like, that's not how we should be looking at it. You have to give Chris Middleton his due credit. And Chris Middleton is such a more versatile scorer than Giannis that I think you want him to be handling the ball more. I think you want Middleton to be the guy you kind of run the offense through more so than Giannis, especially if Giannis is a little dinged up um but i think that that really is gonna cause a lot of problems for yeah. phoenix because who do you put on middleton who do you put on Giannis?
0: well these guys on the you know the drew the drew holidays and the chris middleton's and the bobby portis's of the milwaukee bucks i i don't think they uh i i don't think they have any uh any problem with what you just said Honestly, I think they, they, they all know what's at stake. And I do think that that's what's going to come down to Middleton and, and holiday really. And, and, you know, all these other role players, right. That's what's all come down to every championship team needs good role players. So th- this could be the series of role players, you know?
1: Yeah. I mean, like I said, Jake Crowder's such an important factor. He did a great job oh. on Giannis last year in the bubble. Here's and breaking
0: then- news, by the way, this was 40 minutes ago though. I don't know if you heard about this. Giannis listed as doubtful for Game One of the Finals. This oh, could okay. be this could be something because he 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 was out, but now now he's now he's doubtful. Okay, but, you know, uh, honestly, I think that they should have stretched this out a little bit, man. The, the, this final schedule. Well, the
1: thing is, they came up with the final schedule like way in October. before,
0: yeah, way yeah. before. They really should have just let it, you know, because at this point. How bad is it to just start instead of the 5th of, or the 6th, right? July 6th. Why, why not start on, I don't know, the, the, is, the is the 8th the bad or the ninth the, the 10th maybe?
1: Uh, no. I mean, the thing is, it's just like, if there weren't so many pieces that are already in place that can't be moved, if there's yeah. too much money involved. You can't just... Like, oh, it's going to be this day. You know, the advertisers, they've already, you know, dipped their pens. Well, I
0: mean, but they schedule these other series, like, whenever it's over, they set up. Yeah. So, like, but the, the
1: finals, if you look every year, it'll say the finals, like, it'll show those dates w- when the season hasn't even started yet. Like, they iron out those dates before the season starts.
0: That's right. That's right. Yeah. Yeah, uh, I... Uh... You know, so Giannis will be doubtful. So, you know, that's I, – I expect him to play by game three. So game two or game three, I'd expect him to be playing.
1: And if he isn't able to play at all, then I do think Suns – I think Middleton's going to really show how good he is and gain a lot of respect and have some heroic games. But, yeah, at the end of the day, without Giannis, it's – The Suns are far and away the better team and, you know, they've had a weirdly, I don't want to call it an easy road, but geez, man, if you really look up and down of what they've had to do, like they, they had to beat the Lakers and that's an accomplishment. Don't get me wrong, but you're doing it with, there was no point in that series where LeBron James and Anthony Davis were truly healthy. Even the yeah. games when they both played, they were healthy. Like they were, they were playing. They were healthy enough to play, but they were never like them, their true healthy selves. You
0: know. Yeah, and it, then it was like one point two five superstars than that. You know, for those Lakers.
1: Exactly, and the Lakers did not have
0: good role players. I'm sorry, you know. <laughs> I mean, they, I they're I think not they have very some good. Okay,
1: guys, but it's they're, not they're like...
0: okay. You know, Caruso's, You know, I, I think Caruso is. You know, he's a good player, and also like. You know, you know Caldwell Pope, he's okay, right? But and like, Schroeder
1: was like people really hate on his performance. I think he had some fine games, but I don't think he's like yeah, he's he's fine. He's nothing more. Yeah. I don't know. He's a good player.
0: <laughs> this but is a like, million dollar question. Everyone wants to know. Phoenix, big market or small market? I mean
1: Mid midsize,
0: yeah, mid, mid market That's probably yeah, you market. know, Honestly, the, you know, the the everyone's making you know. The, I don't I don't know. I don't want to say everyone, but some people have been making a big deal about the the markets of these two teams because it's not these glamour locations, right? Uh, Milwaukee is a pretty low key place, and Phoenix, you know, people always think when they think of that area, they think of L.A. You know, you know
1: the thing about has anyone been to Milwaukee? Because it's awesome like (laughs) Milwaukee is a blast I don't understand like the national media like kind of shitting on Milwaukee Jalen Rose was talking shit about Milwaukee bro you're from Detroit like
0: I mean Jalen Rose he he played for the Pacers too you know like
1: yeah like why are you taking shots at these I I, I think that it's really good for basketball on the other hand
0: you know like
1: to have, yeah, yeah the no, NBA this, this the balance series, of power.
0: This series is very good for basketball.
1: Yeah, it, like it's very good for NBA no,
0: fans and stuff like that.
1: Yeah, so I, I honestly take some exception to anyone saying, "Oh, well, what do you want, fucking LA again?" Uh, How many honestly, times have we had LA and Boston, or you know?
0: Oh, thank yeah, thank goodness. It's, it's yeah, I, everyone likes a fresh fresh teams and i i'm not sure what the i honestly don't give a shit what what ratings are going to be about when people talk about ratings you know i mean we're gonna be watching we'll be watching we'll be watching Yeah. so if that makes us sheep, that's fine uh, i don't i'm not planning to watch any of the pre-game post-game halftime I'm not watching any of that the really quarter, why I'm is trying- that well why would i I I wouldn't want to. Watch. I'd rather just watch the game. Yeah, I'd rather miss like a minute of the game than watch like a second of that.
1: Yeah, I mean, I, I enjoy the analysis. Especially, uh, you know, um, Shaq and Charles Barkley.
0: Oh, well, the, the Eastern Finals, of course, yeah. But this will be the finals, so open in ABC ESPN.
1: Okay, so there was, it'll be Jalen Rose and stuff.
0: Yeah, yeah. Maria Taylor. Jalen Rose, Jay Williams, the uh, the hacker.
1: Yeah, Jalen Williams says some weird stuff.
0: You know, Jay Williams. I remember. You know that the day after uh, the incident, right? That the tweet incident. That of course, people. You know. You know. He. Uh, he just looked devastated. I don't know. Jalen Rose made a comment earlier in the day, and then he, he just looked devastated. You know.
1: What tweet incident?
0: You remember he tweeted that uh, the Celtics hired the first oh coach. Yeah. their first
1: black coach yeah. yeah insane yeah yeah like dude Doc Rivers much
0: and yeah Doc Rivers was in the playoffs too yeah and like then you know you don't even have to think too hard you got Bill Russell you know like the player yeah. coach and Wasn't then, you have, Jones, yes, coach then you have Casey Jones yes and you have the Larry Bird years where they also had a black coach
1: yeah I, I get him mixed up it was Casey Jones right not Sam Jones.
0: Uh, yes, Casey Jones. Yeah, I believe with the uh, Larry Bird. I, I, I don't know if he was there for all three championships. That, that's actually a good question for the trap. Casey Jones, was he there for all three Celtics championships? I don't think he was. I think he was there yeah, for one or two. One of them. Uh, let's see. Casey Jones, the Celtics, eight-time champion as a player and a two-time as a coach, uh, assistant coach, as head coach, 84 and 86. So, yeah, it's not the first one.
1: Okay, the first one's 83. I think the first it
0: was one was 82. 82? I think it was 82. 83, the Sixers won. 82, oh, the Lakers won. 81, yeah, yeah. Did I, you 81. say 81? Yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah, you said 81. Yeah, you're right. They beat the Rockets. But, yeah, uh, you know, we'll get back on the time machine, too, you know, hopefully soon. Uh, I'd love to do one with yeah. maybe Larry Bird. We can do that one next time. So maybe
1: Off-season would be great. Uh, we talked about doing one with, with Isaiah Thomas. I think that would be yeah, really fun. Right.
0: Yeah, um, but
1: yeah, honestly, I I do think that this, this is destined to be a super fun series. Um, I think it's a seven. I think it's an all time great series if Giannis can even kind of play. Uh, yeah. Otherwise, yeah, I definitely understand why you're predicting Suns and six. It's just
0: that you know they just got an edge to them, and they they just they have that magic, man. It just seems like this is the. It's it's the magic. It's it's a stupid analysis, but they just they just got that this year, you know
1: that that thing that mark of a champion.
0: They, yeah, they they just got that that little. I don't know. Maybe got the genie. I don't know. I don't know what it is.
1: They've just looked like the best team, right? I mean, that they certainly have. <laughs> they, yeah, they just, like
0: they just look great. But you know, Milwaukee is very interesting because they they just like the way they made it. They just been clawing their way through. Like they just barely kind of stumbled their way in, you know.
1: Yeah,
0: uh, but they certainly were the best team. They proved it after beating beating the Nets, and the and the Hawks. I mean, and yeah, you know, I don't even think we talked about this on any podcast. But that layup that Ben Simmons passed on—oh my god, my goodness, man! Hey, l- let's talk a little bit about this. Um, so uh, the Olympic qualifiers are on, and uh, I am I'm not really keeping up much of it, but I, I do see some headlines every now and then. And some of these guys might be playing. I don't know. if Schroeder is playing for the you know Germany, or but I do know Luka Doncic is playing great ba- basketball for Slovenia. Uh, yeah, and uh, he's he's. I mean, I really don't know what a stat line is, but I can only imagine. I should just take a guess. Honestly, I'm gonna go like uh, 28 points, 13 assists, and 13 rebounds. What are you guessing? Luka Doncic's stats and the like Slovenia. His averages. No, his stats in the latest game, the Slovenia yeah, versus oh. Venezuela, Venezuela.
1: Oh, against Venezuela. I'm going 34 16 and 12.
0: Okay, let's see what the smoking Cuban has here. Uh He had okay. It wasn't that amazing. It was <laughs> he. He played well though. Thirteen points, eight assists, four rebounds, and a steal. And uh, he probably had <laughs> about. Um, he just looked like a better player than everyone else. He, but his satellite oh, just wasn't is. amazing. And I, maybe he only played twenty minutes. Who knows?
1: Does it say how many minutes he played?
0: It does not say how many minutes. I, I, I'm only reading the article here. I, I'm not looking at any stat sheet here. I'm not okay. sure that I really have that. For the qualifiers but oh i'm
1: sure of course they do somewhere
0: oh i'm sorry he, he, here it is the, the, this is this sounds smart right 23 points 13 assists and nine rebounds
1: okay yeah that's more like it
0: yeah yeah so yeah i mean uh the, this is a uh, very exciting and honestly what's the i i don't know what the deal is with team canada But they just keep... I'm pretty sure they
1: got eliminated.
0: Yeah, they just keep missing the qualifiers. They just keep missing the tournament. Uh, But I believe Greece is in. So, I wonder if that will conflict with Giannis. Well, I guess guess not, right? But I I don't know if he plans to play. I don't know if that... Oh, well, he probably... No, wait, he probably shouldn't, right? No, no way he's got to recover, yeah. After the finals, man... It's going to be a tough road yeah. in a couple of weeks. And uh, Lithuania beating up on Poland, and um, this this was just on Saturday. Serbia getting a win as well. And I'm not sure if, uh, you know, uh, all NBA players are playing this. I know some of them from Australia are playing, and I know they're they, they were pretty upset with – at least not at all about upset, but blindsided, hoodwinked, led astray with Ben Simmons missing out. Um because they, they really could use him. Simmons says, you know, he he, he kind of hints that he kind of wants to do it, but his actions haven't shown it. Similar. Well, to, I you mean,
1: know, him didn't he say he wants better. to focus on his, uh, you know, on improving
0: and yeah, or, man, yeah, yeah. We could yeah, he hold that every I, year. Every year he says it.
1: I really want to. I want to put a pin in that because I don't want to talk about Ben Simmons right now because there's it's such a long conversation and and one that deserves to be had. Um, but not one that we have time for um, because I think it's super complicated. I think uh, I won't get into the nitty gritty of it, but basically I feel like he's a good player. He's in a bad place. uh, And if you're looking to build around a guy like Ben Simmons, there's a very specific way of doing it. And so he presents some really unique challenges for any uh, coach or GM who's looking to have him be, a crucial part of that team success it doesn't mean that he can't be that part of the team success but um he's not someone who could just be placed in you know and I actually saw uh, so the Indiana Pacers offered Malcolm Brogdon the first round pick and the Sixers yeah. said no and I think that's so stupid Brogdon is a six foot five like lockdown, I don't know about lockdown. He's not like Ben Simmons good on defense, but he's a really damn good defender. He's a really smart passer. He knocks down threes. I think, honestly, Malcolm Brogdon, he he reminds me a lot of Kirk Heinrich. You know, someone who might not ever make an all-star team, but is a damn good player, a B-plus player that's going to make everyone around him better. And when you look at the way that, uh, the Sixers kind of failed. Geez, imagine if your backcourt instead of Simmons and Seth Curry is Brogdon and Seth Curry. And then you've really changed the way that you can guard bead. And if you have Brogdon, Seth Curry, uh, Tobias Harris, and then everyone knows that Paul Reed's coming. Just kidding. No one says that. But I think
0: he is. Dude, the Sixers tend love them.
1: Yeah. He's they really, really
0: like him. They are like Oh, my God, he's amazing, you know?
1: There, yeah.
0: Yeah. So, dude, I, uh, so you, you know the NFL link in the series, right?
1: The NFL link?
0: The NFL link in the series. Is it obvious or? Uh, it, you, might, you might think one of them is obvious. Like, one of them is kind of like, you know, kind of known, I guess. But the other one is kind of, I did not know this, actually.
1: Packers, uh, Cardinals? <laughs>
0: I mean, that actually is it, yeah. Um, Aaron Rodgers owns a minority stake in the Bucks, and you know who on the Cardinals owns minority stake on the Suns, right?
1: Larry Fitzgerald.
0: That is correct. Wow. Larry God. Fitzgerald and Aaron Rodgers. The NFL. Link. This is the one. Now this is the one where ESPN creams their pants over this coverage oh. right here.
1: Now, this is where – this one's got to be on the full-court trap. We should do a, a finals edition full-court trap.
0: We should find a Suns fan. <laughs> that's what we need. Oh, I got my – we can get my cousin on, JT. He's a Suns fan.
1: He's a Suns fan.
0: Amazing. Okay, so JT versus – who should we have, Joe Lorendi or uh, Matt Malmstetter? It's one of those Ooh, guys. who won? Oh, that's a great question. Wasn't it Wasn't it Joe Did Joe win?
1: Maybe I feel like Joe, Joe won. Let's maybe find maybe out. Did. We'll have to go back he and did. see. He who
0: did. Won. He did. He did. I'm pretty. I wrote it down. I'm pretty sure he did win.
1: Okay, so Joe against JT. Yeah,
0: that's. We got it. Yeah.
1: I can message them both. I know JT's in town right now. Oh, that's recent perfect. college graduate.
0: He's in Chicago. And, uh,
1: yeah, he's in Chicago, and uh, I'm sure he'd love to talk some bucks too another time. This is kind of a bonus episode, you know. Just yeah. So, quick if anyone's.
0: It's if, 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 if episode 16. This is the Joe Lorendi versus. Matt Melm, sir. So I did I didn't write the score here, but that, that's the that looks like it, that was back in like March, I believe. If anyone dares to to care. Maybe maybe we can post it on social media. oh uh, yeah.
1: I believe that was uh February, mid February.
0: Um, but yeah, no, that that was this is gonna be I mean, this is gonna be a great game. And this I mean, lovely series. And this series, I believe it will go at least five games, so that's gonna be uh, let's look at the schedule here. So, yeah, it'll be every couple of days, and I know I know it spreads out a little bit later on in the series, so that'll be okay.
1: Yeah, um, I guess my my final thoughts are: it's going to be interesting to see uh, what the Suns try to do uh, defensively if they do have to guard Giannis. Um, and the same, can be said for Middleton, and then uh, it's going to be really interesting to see. Obvious, like the obvious thing is they're going to put Drew Holiday on Chris Paul, but is that going to take a a toll on Holiday? You're going to have to give him different looks. Um, But what's going to be fun is Holiday and Chris Paul are both going to have to do quite a bit on offense and defense. Uh, And I think that that matchup is the must-watch matchup. Uh, Two really good defenders, two guys who who know how to be aggressive when they need to. And uh, Chris Paul and his tricks, you know, how is he going to be officiated? Because, I I mean, I think that the refs are starting, they're on to him. And they're on to all these guys. They know their tricks. They're not calling the, uh, they're not giving people, like, the free throws anymore on these bullshit, like, swing my arm into someone shots, you know. And so, they're starting to catch on to it. They're calling those on the floor now. Is there going to be another slight change in officiating now that we're in the finals? We'll see. Certainly would be interesting.
0: So that will do it pretty much for this episode. The hoop Shadamas, and yeah, NBA finals preview. So actually let's do this really quickly. Daily Dala.
1: Final score
0: for game one. What are you predicting? Maybe we can do this. uh before each game, we'll just predict the scores. Yeah. Game one. Who do you got?
1: Is there an official line yet?
0: I believe there is. Um, NBA Finals game one uh, betting line.
1: I bet the Suns are four point favorites.
0: They are five and a half point favorites. Okay. Over under a 217.
1: Um, I think that they're going to really feel each other out. I think it's going to be low scoring. And I'm going Suns 92,
0: Bucks 87. Oh, wow. You think it's going to be a very close game. I, yeah. I like that. I like that range there. I, I'm actually going a similar range. I'm going Suns win 90 to 83. Okay. That's without So we Giannis. both think
1: it's going to be a defensive battle. Yeah, without
0: Giannis. Yeah. 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 And I think – and my prediction is Giannis will play game two.
1: I want Giannis and Aiton so bad. But I think oh, Aiden is, uh, I think Brooke Lopez is a really good low post defender. But I think Aiden is going to gobble up rebounds. I think Aiton's going <laughs> to, there's going to, like I said earlier in the show, it's going to change the way we talk about a lot of these players. And DeAndre Aiden is going to be catapulted into superstardom. People are, he will be an all star next year. Mark my words,
0: he will be Probably. an all star. And, and you know, the Sun, this is
1: the coming out party. This has been the coming out
0: party. I mean, the Sun's fan base. I mean, they're, they're really growing their fan base this year, you know?
1: Yeah. So, so you got to give them credit. They've earned it.
0: Yeah. Yeah. So, so they'll probably continue on next year, assuming they go up to a hot start or something. That's going to do it for our show, Adam and Hami, uh, on a classic post-Fourth of July post-game show, whatever.
1: Pretty good. The finals.